right now from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hey, hey, Ken Willis, Gavin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse on a, uh, hey, it's raining. What do you know? Raining again. We could use it. Uh, we're going to talk a little NASCAR. We're going to talk a lot of NASCAR. We're going to talk about uh, the Kurt Busch, uh, Kyle, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick dust up wherever they were last week and my theory on that whole thing. Uh, we got a little bit of uh, Eric Almarola. Eric Almarola, oh, so close, Almarola. He's getting there. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Denny Hamlin, a little Kurt Busch, a little Darlington, a uh, little uh, uh, scheduling. We got some. We're, we, we've scheduled some talk on scheduling, and uh, a little bit of Bubba, Bubba. a little bit of uh, slumpage. Goblin Kelly has some numbers on slumpage <laughs> and uh, not to be confused with. Shrinkage. And we'll play the birthday game and we'll move on and on. And uh, we'll do all that and uh, right after this. And we're back with What Do You Know? Da, 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 da. What do you know, Mr. Kelly? Kevin Harvick, uh, they, they're taking turns. There's a three-man rotation up there at the top of, uh, of the Ken Willis Top Ten NASCAR Driver Rankings that, that appear on the NASCAR This Week page every week, hopefully in your hometown newspaper. And uh, this week, it's uh, back to uh, Harvick's turn to be up top because he won last week with a little punt, little dump and run on uh, on Kyle Busch at the end. And uh, we'll, we'll have Kevin Harvick's words on this in a minute. But first of all, we want to hear Godwin Kelly's take about the whole thing. Get your head out of your phone. What are you, 14, for God's sake? Talk to us. Look at me in the eye. Make eye contact. Talk to me. <laughs> Slowly. All right. Well, you know, one of the first things he said. Who said? Why am I grabbing this? I thing have no like this? If I had a dollar for anyway, what of the first things who said? Uh, when when Harvick uh, dumped Kyle Bush to Kyle win, Bush yep. to win, he mentioned Chicagoland. Ah, and if you recall, do you recall Chicagoland, or is that just all totally it's my kind of out? town? Chicagoland is. <laughs> Is that totally faded out? That yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, it was, job, that was Kyle and that job. was Kyle and uh, Kevin, Kyle and Kyle. Right. Yeah, Bush and Larson. Yeah. So uh, not petty. So Larson got into got into Bush. Yep, absolutely. And then Bush retaliated and won the race. All right. Okay. So when Harvick got into Kyle Bush. Bush yep. At uh, New Hampshire, mm. he mentioned right Chicago land. All right, so I mean, just casually, you know, yeah, you, you, we remember Chicago land. Yeah, yeah, so, all fair and love and war. Yeah, basically, yeah. basically that's it. And mm-hmm. then, uh, uh, for whatever reason, Kyle Busch did not go to the media center. He was second, and your yeah. top three, four, three are supposed to go to the media center. That's true. He he wasn't there, so yeah. we don't have a clip from him. Now the post race quote from Kyle Busch along the, was along the lines of, "Well, you race how you get raced." Right. And some people look at that saying, "Well, he's suggesting that next time he gets a chance to bump and run on Harvick, he'll do it." Or I take it as being perhaps being, well, 
it's what I have done to other people, so it's fair for them to do it to me. Right. So I don't know which which of those meanings. Now, knowing Kyle as we know and love Kyle, I doubt that he was uh, uh, suggesting that he had well, it coming. Well, I, what I want you to do is interject your theory on why Kyle didn't go storming off to find Harvick after the race. Well, my, my theory is an old one, but I, and I stick by it, that with precious few exceptions in, on the driver's grid, on the driver's lineup, Nobody wants to mess with Kevin Harvick. Nobody's going to go get in Kevin Harvick's face because they're physically afraid of Kevin Harvick. That's my theory. I think really there's only one guy that would do that. The, of the current cup drivers? Yeah. Give me, can I take a second to think of it? Yeah. Who might be rambunctious enough? Clint, uh, Clint Boyer. He's a raw bone boy that's out of a Kansas. Good, that's yeah. a good one. I had somebody else in mind. Truex, because he's from Jersey. <laughs> that's another good one. <laughs> Just because he, he's from Jersey, everybody thinks he's a longshoreman he, and, and has a but, monkey wrench wrapped up in newspaper. He's, no. He's pretty mellow. Um, uh, oh. I, I would say Ryan Newman. Ah. Ryan, he's a stout guy. He's, uh, he's, he's the, very uh, stout. He's, the beefy boilermaker, as we like yeah. to call him here. So he's, yeah, he might. Yeah, and he's been known to lose his temper. Yeah, you know, blah, he blah, would blah, probably because he, you know, Ryan Newman has the look of sort of a, a little bit shorter, not much, but a little bit shorter version, and it's spread a little bit differently than Jimmy Spencer, but kind of has that same that look. One of those guys you could get a run and start and hit him, and you probably couldn't hurt him. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's the kind of look he has. He just yeah. has a look like you 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 just. You would have no, there would be no follow through on anything you did to him. It would just kind of hit and stop, and not because he's chiseled, but because he's sort of built like a soda fount, soda machine, not a soda fountain. That would be a totally different build. Yeah, that would be uh, Kyle Busch used to be built like a soda I think fountain. Joey Gase could probably take him. Joey Gase? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's uh, who is that? That's Zach Dean, the world's Zach youngest Dane. angry old man who's in here hanging out. And Bob Chase Elliott. No, <laughs> great week for Chase Elliott. Great oh, he won a stage. He won a stage. He's going to win this week. I'm calling it. You call it every week. <laughs> this week's the week. Okay. <laughs> See you later. It's nice having you. Um, yeah, so anyway, I just think that uh, Kyle Bush knows better than to go after Kevin Harvick because probably somewhere along the line Kevin told him, I'm not your guy. You know, don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't take this as well as others might. Right. Hell, Joey Logano didn't take it from him, so you know Kevin Harvick at. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, who are we going to hear from? We're going to hear well, from Kevin about the whole thing? Yeah, again, um, uh, Kyle did not go to the media center, so we don't yeah. have. There's well, no, we can live without that. Yeah, but Kevin, being the winner, he went to the media center yeah. and he talked about it. Well, here's Kevin Hart. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, you know, when when your your goal is to not wreck them, your goal is to move them out of the groove and get away from them far enough because you know they're going to be mad. And you know, to, today that was the that was the situation, and and I knew his car was going to get wide, and he was going to be. He was going to be tough to pass. Kyle Busch is, is one of the toughest to pass when he has control of the race. And, and you know, for, for me, that was the, the moment that I needed to make it happen. And, and we were able to execute it well and, and drive away. And, and he finished second, right? Yeah. So, You know, Mr. Kelly, Eric Almarola is putting together a pretty decent little season in that number 10 car. And uh, what he has not done yet is win. And what he had a chance to do last Sunday at New Hampshire was win. Uh, your overall thoughts on the uptick on the number ten this season with Almarola behind the wheel, and uh, just your just your thoughts on all things Almarola. Your turn to talk. Good job. <laughs> all right, now your turn to talk. 
Well, it's amazing that, uh, you know, that number 10 car that had struggled for five years. Struggled you know. ever since Derek Cope was in it. I yeah. Think. <laughs> Boy, there's a there's a blast. Wow. Two wins in 1990. Dover wow. and Daytona. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. That was a good year since, for Derek. not so much. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so anyway, the 10 car has struggled in recent years. Eric Armarola, he... You know, he was like a really good driver. Did you call him Armorola? Yeah. Armorola? Yeah. Uh, Eric. I'm just going to say Eric now. Eric's had his, like, moments of brilliance Mm -hmm. in the equipment he was driving, but he never had the really good equipment. Now he's got the really good equipment. And and by moments of brilliance, you mean like a 12th at Darlington or something? Well, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, you you know the car isn't capable of where he finished. That's, That's it. Gotcha. So now he's got a car that can win, and for whatever reason, uh, you know, it's not happening. It hasn't happened yet, but right. it's he's like it's he's become a just circumstances. Yeah, as Bill Elliott used to say, circumstances. It's not if it's when now. When well, that's what they when say about Chase Elliott. He's approaching one hundred. You know. Yeah, but he's with Eric. Yeah, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Eric with an A. He is. Um, he is uh, with this team that's on fire right now, man. So they got eight wins. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I fully expect him to win before the season's over. How about before the regular season's over? Uh, could be. Could yeah. be. Yeah. Yep. They, he's they, making the playoffs on points, even if he doesn't get a win, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, uh, he's somebody to watch, and um, he's somebody to listen to. Oh, is he going to talk to us? Yeah. So we right. have a clip from Here Eric. Here is Eric, as Goblin calls him, Eric. <laughs> of the season? Yeah. 12th top five of your career? Best finish in New Hampshire. Talk, you, to, talk a little about your... your you'd think I'd be happy. Well, you tell us, Eric. Uh, um... We had an incredible Smithfield Ford Fusion today and, and felt like it was the car to beat for sure. And uh, we got out front there and, and felt really good about it, felt comfortable. And uh, that last caution there, we just uh, we came down pit road leading, went out third, uh, lost control of the race. And then I spun my tires on the restart and didn't even give myself a fighting chance to, to go race for the win. So just frustrated uh, on all parts that we didn't execute uh, the way we need to to, to try and win. Um, Chicago, we had a car capable of winning and didn't get it done. Here again, had a car capable of winning, didn't get it done. So uh, just it's frustrating. But uh, everybody keeps telling me you got to lose some before you win some. So we've lost some. It's time to time to stop it. It's time to, to go to victory lane, and we're capable. We've got a uh, race team capable of doing it. Uh, our cars are, are really fast and um, just uh, ready to, to go get to victory lane next week. Where, where are we going next week? Pocono. Perfect. You said you'd hear him say a lot that you got to win a you got to lose a championship before you win a championship. It's an old saying. You, what you don't hear as often is you got to lose some races before you learn how to win races. Right. You know he's got that one career win, but you know that was after a rainout. You know he was ahead when it 
rain when the buckets started asterisk yeah it's uh they don't they actually i don't think they actually put an asterisk next next to that but you just got to remember it slide job yeah rain job slide job all right well that's it for what do you know uh we got more we got more we're gonna talk uh, let me put the shit oh denny (laughs) hamlin there he is and we're gonna talk a little bit about kurt bush darlington uh eldora tony stewart uh scheduling bubba the birthday game and whatever else comes our way and we'll be right back with uh, the middle leg of uh, Daytona Motor Mouse. You'll get that big-time auto racing. I'm Ken Willis, joined by Godwin Kelly. Uh, you have, have you put, did you put together a list of lose, current losing streaks? Yeah. Denny Hamlin is on there, right? We're yeah. going to hear from Denny as he talks, as he puts a proper spin on a, uh, not a losing streak, but I guess what more you should probably call a winning streak when there's, you know, 38, 37, 38 losers every week. Doesn't sound fair to single out one guy, but you know. So we'll call it a winless streak. Winless. And uh, uh, what do you want to talk about your list of uh, guys who and how, where they currently stand? Because it seems like only three guys are winning all the races. That's not exactly true, but it seems like it. Well, Therefore, a lot of pretty well-known guys have uh, have put together stout sh- winless streaks. Well, you know these winless streaks. Yes, they they happen pretty quick. Because, well, yeah. Okay, so you think about one a week. You think Richard Childress racing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you think, okay, well, they won a race, but yep. that was 19 races ago. Yeah. All right. So you go down the list, Chip Ganassi. Yeah. Hey, they won four races last year, man. I know. All right. They're, they got a winless streak of 30. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's then, among two drivers, so it's really 60. So with, with Childress, when you said 19, that's actually well, carried a one, not two, not two, that's 57. Yeah. When combined among the three racers. Two racers? Oh, 38. They've only got two now? Yeah. Ah, oh, God, I'm stupid. When did they slide that one by me? Because Menard left and Menard went to Wood Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. 15, all right, 19 times. All right. So 38. Then, here's the shocker. You ready? Yeah. Are you sitting down? I, I'm right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're also live oh, I, on uh, my Twitter feed. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, and what I'm doing is, by the way... Can you raise that a little? It's a better angle from up higher. I'll go up higher in a minute. Hold on. Oh, yeah, that does look better. You know where I look best is on those security cameras, like in the mall or in a, like, Target or whatever? Yeah, that's my best angle. If I ever do something bad and they get me on one of those store cameras, I'm going to look like 100 bucks. Why are you lowering that? Go on with your losing streak. Uh, so anyway, uh, the the one that's a shocker here is Hendrick. Oh yeah. Okay. So what's his losing streak? Right it's a now? year because you told us last week. Yeah. Yeah. But that's thirty six races. It They've is gone thirty six races without a win. Yeah. And then of course uh, the next one down. Now that's thirty six times four. Give me a second. One hundred forty four. <laughs> and then uh, Roush Fenway. Yeah. They're at thirty nine, and Wood Brothers forty two. So mm. it's a uh, lot of losing. And, okay, here's or a my, lot of not winning. Here's my birthday game. Uh, Richard Petty Motorsports. What's our losing streak? Oh goodness, it goes back to the Daytona's July race, the rainout race. Yeah, win, right? yeah. Was that in fifteen? Uh-huh. Was that in fifteen? Uh-huh. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Three years and almost a month, right? Thirty, almost thirty-seven mm-hmm. months. I think it was fourteen. 48, almost 49 months. Yeah. Wow. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, that was 14. So you're not going to guess? Oh, so that's four, all right, four years, 36, 72, 144, 147. Wow, right on the money. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with math. I'm just yeah. not good with birthdays. All right. So anyway, uh, there's a lot of teams that are losing right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So uh, one of those drivers is Denny Hamlin, who hasn't won this year. Yeah. And if you remember at the press conference um, for the Soda Cracker 400, uh, I do. And they had Joe Gibbs in there, and he said, Yeah. I'm nodding as if I remember. Yeah. yeah. So Joe Gibbs said, Yes, we're going to, Denny says, we're going to get it on points, but we need that win. Yep. FedEx needs those wins. Oh, remember FedEx. That? They pay the bills, right? Yeah. 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 So anyway. They can't um, just deliver one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, he's, he's talking about, uh, we have a clip of him, and he's talking about, um, about that, not okay. winning. All right. How Make- about this? Here's Denny Hamlin. Seven cool. races remaining in the regular season, and seven drivers are locked in with wins. But of the kind of championship-level group who have not won yet, it's you and Kurt Busch and Jimmy Johnson and Casey Kane and Brad Keselowski and Ryan Newman. Uh, so not really desperation at this point, but uh, for a, a large number of people in that group, it's just get it done. I mean, how much can you do this weekend to make that happen? Well, we're going to certainly try. I mean, I've gone through this last month has been probably one of the toughest uh, in my 14 years. It's just been really bad results. Um, Not that we've necessarily run bad or had bad speed, but just terrible results. Um, But, you know, luckily for us, they're letting 16 guys in, not 10. So, uh, you know, it's you can kind of be mediocre and and still kind of make it into the playoffs. Uh, So. Our job is to get good right now. We need to start winning right now, uh, running the top five, run, lead more laps, um, and, and get to work on this season and, and try to make sure that uh, you know we put ourselves in contention at the end. Uh, we know still that you know it doesn't matter how many points you know those other guys accrue. If we can win at Texas, Phoenix, or Homestead, or Texas, Phoenix, or Martinsville. We're part of the championship four and, and could easily knock one of those guys out and all the hard work that they put in throughout the entire year. We should give Claire B. Lang equal ballot, equal, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Billing. Billing. Yeah. Yeah, was a, our question was almost as long as the answer. I love when that happens. Yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure that question got in so that the answer wouldn't be taken out of context. So. Oh, aren't you Mr. Fair and Balanced? I am Fair and Balanced News. Kurt Busch uh, is uh, – remember last year he went forever without signing a contract for 2018? He went forever and a day. And a day. Yes. And uh, then he finally stuck with um, – with uh, Stuart Haas, he's personally he's Gene Haas's guy, basically. Yeah. Uh, Gene put him in that uh, in that car, and he's his guy. Uh, now he's you know going to go through it all again, but he suspects it won't be as bad or as lengthy this time. It was interesting what he said uh, that he came right out and said it. Uh, maybe he said it before and I missed it. Uh, you know, he, he's his deal expires at the end of this season. It was just a one year extension. Uh, he's got Monster Energy as his team sponsor which i which is obviously odd because they also sponsor the entire series um he's bush said kurt bush uh, monster energy has been very loyal to me that's what they've told me it's just a matter of when is the time to start talking contract here's the interesting part last year it went long just because i felt i deserved more 
then of course he realized more wasn't out there anywhere and he right. signed and uh now he might be what does he think now is he you know just please give me the same as you gave me last time <laughs> you know i don't know what, what's gonna happen i you know uh what do you think kurt bush will still be in that car next season yes or no uh there's no place else for him really i mean can you think of any place that has an opening well do they come back do they come back and say hey same price as last year or do they come back and say well we're gonna cut a little bit more because you know times are getting a little even tougher for us well monster energy is going to have a lot more money in 2020 so kurt just needs to hang on one more year that's right they're giving up the series sponsorship so yeah unless they take their unless they take their money entirely elsewhere i don't think so yeah i i think the uh I think when they were talking about the one-year extension into next year, yeah. they there was some comment made that they're not going away per se. They're just not going to be the title sponsor. So. Darlington Raceway, they, they're undergoing a big renovation, modernizing the campus and whatnot. Uh, Labor Day weekend will be here in, what, five weeks, roughly? Five to six weeks, yep. give or take? Yep. Um, and their big Southern 500, they've put out a thing. There was a story on the wires yesterday about how uh, they're scrambling to make sure they get everything done and everything's ready, you know, which I think of one of two things. I said that's either a, a way to, you know, gin up interest and to remind everybody, hey, we're renovating, we're brand new. Make sure you buy your tickets. Buy them early. They're going fast. And uh, Or uh, if that is a way to do that, it's also kind of interesting because if I'm that, if I'm on the fence about going to the Southern 500 and I hear that, I think, man, I might be sitting on a milk crate. My seat might not be in by the time we get there. But I have a feeling that they will be 100% done and ready to roll. Do you have any doubts? I have no doubts at all. But, you know, if you look at what Kerry Tharp said, the yep. president of Darlington, yeah, he's like, every day counts, you know. Yeah. So those those guys working on that uh, uh, renovation, yeah. Um, they're going to be there when the sun comes up. They're going to be down. They're going to be there after the sun goes down because they have lights at Darlington, don't they? That's right. Yeah. They can work all night. Yeah. yeah. So it'll get. They'll get her done, but it's going to be hard on those guys, might man. Not get over to the lounge at the at the Holiday Inn in Florence. So probably nine or ten and, almost nights. And you know uh, the way uh, things are going. Yeah. Uh, being a seat installer is probably not the greatest. Uh, career choice at this point you wouldn't think so yeah. except for these renovation jobs yeah. darlington phoenix not sure where else yeah but yeah uh, the, now the lefty lucy crowd <laughs> with the guns <laughs> the ones who are turning those uh bolts counterclockwise and taking them out you know they can be busy at times so, yeah yeah i um watched jim france put in the last seat i remember that yeah, yeah. were you there i was there okay thanks for asking and uh I know, you know, he he wasn't real familiar with the setup of the seats, but it took a while. I mean, it's like you got to put pieces in and bolt this on and do this. and You know um, what he does for a living, right? He didn't, do, <laughs> he didn't work the DeWalt all that much. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still, it, it's kind of, it, you know, if I was doing it. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That it, guy would have been sitting on a milk crate, whoever owned that seat. If, if I was still be there scratching If I was doing the Daytona Stadium. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. If I was doing the Daytona Stadium, yeah. I'd still be out there. It would look like the flat track outside turns one and two. Yeah. I've only got <laughs> only 40,000 to go. Okay, uh, we got this. Huh. All right. That's it for you'll get that in big time auto racing. we got one more segment to go, but it's going to be a lot of fun, as always, I, I think. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
And we're back with Green White Checkers. Uh, a couple of laps to go. Mr. Kelly, uh, Tony Stewart hosted his Eldora truck dirt race, NASCAR trucks, a week and a half ago, or a week, roughly a week ago. And, of course, then he, he has upped the ante saying, yes, we could have an Xfinity race here. Yes, we could have a cup race here. Yes, we could expand the grandstands uh, to make it, you know, to hold twenty to 30,000 people here for a one-night event. Uh, and and I don't know anybody within the NASCAR world who says, ah, I don't want to do that. We shouldn't do that. Why? Wh- how long do you think it will be before that could happen? If it indeed happens at all, what's your take, Mr. Know-it-all? I think that that might not happen, per se. Yeah. Uh, or, okay, I think there's a 50-50 chance the Xfinity race could be held on a dirt track. Yes. Uh, I'm not saying Eldora, but obviously Tony's got, you know, connections. Yeah. Hey, Tony's got connections. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, but I'm... You know, the thing that really intrigues me is the TV contract runs to 2024, right? And everything is attached. It, that's like the that's like the the body of the octopus. Everything yeah. is attached from that body. I mean, yeah. it's the hub. Yeah, either um, directly or indirectly, everything is attached to the hub. Yeah. So the hub is going to disappear in 2024. All right. And I think what's happening is... Um, no more calamari? <laughs> I had calamari last night. Oh, cool. Yeah, there was one piece that looked... Uh, honestly, God, it looked like a spider. Ugh. One of those kind of pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah, it's pretty chewy. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. It's like deep... It's like fried clams. So you took rubber bands, battered them, throw, throw them into Fry Daddy, and there you go. Could have Enjoy been. your rubber bands. Could have been a rubber band. Yeah, you duck a rubber band in that good cocktail sauce, you can eat it. So that's pretty rubber much Rubber band, it. rubber band man. That's right. The OJs? Yeah. I think. Anyway. Uh, the hub is oh, the TV. So, so anyway, contract. what I'm getting at? <laughs> Boy, that, that took a while to get back to that. I was thinking, God, come to me quick. Couldn't get oh, there. It is. So what TV. I'm what I'm thinking, my thinking, and this is just my thinking. Okay, right. I have no. We know you have no. I have knowledge. no information. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> All right. So my thinking is is based on that TV contract when that expires. All bets are off. That we're going to see the Wild West. Yeah, we're going to see, uh, you know, uh, basically when uh, let's just take Pocono. They're they're this week, okay? okay. Bill France, senior, he said, "You want two races? You can have two races a year till you know till the end of time." Right. All right. It's kind of a verbal thing with Him and Joe Doc Mattioli. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the new contract comes along, the new TV contract. The, those kind of agreements, especially at a track like that, I think those are going to be up in the air. Well, they, maybe why weren't they up in the air during previous TV negotiations? There's been two renegotiations. There's, yeah. The original contract has been uh, redone twice. Yeah, but the thing about it is is the, the climate – is for racing is changing so fast and it's on a downward slope yeah okay i think the way that they're going to look at this is we need to 
you know, re-energize it, go to different places. How about they could? How about they could run a midweek race at Eldora as an exhibition, not put it on the schedule? You know, maybe yeah. try that just to see what it does TV wise. Do see what kind of numbers it got. Yeah, just to see. Well, I'm sure that's going to happen. I yeah. mean, things like that, or you're going to see stuff like that. <laughs> but I'm and, saying before the TV deals up, and the people in Charlotte are are. I think they're ahead of the game with this Robo thing. Yeah. Because they realize that, that Oval is just not going to cut it. I mean, for the 600, and 600 to 600. Yeah. You know, there's prestige, yep. blah, right. blah, blah. But that second race, they and said. Then about 150 miles into it, you go, why is there all this prestige on this race? <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. As Kyle Bush has a 30 second lead on everybody. Yeah. Um, but. So I think they're ahead of the game. They're looking into the future. They're saying people want to see something different. That's it. They yeah. want to see something different. I mean, you it's got to be short and snappy too. Got to hold our attention, keep our attention, I, then go away a little bit. Some of these tracks with the with the two dates. Yeah. I mean, do we? Do they really need to go to March? Oh, Park I don't Park? think it's tracks with two dates. That's the problem. I think the I think the problem is like a lot of. Industries are having a problem. Entertainment industries, you just don't have the big enough. The pie is split too many ways these days. And if you're kind of a you know kind of a traditional product that has not changed or upgraded in a while, it's uh, you know you're running you're running the tedium. Nobody likes tedium. Do you like tedium? No, I don't like. You know tedium. why I don't like them? It's it's, uh, it's tedious. But remember back in the. Um the late 90s and early 2000s. Kind of, sort of. And they, they started adding new tracks. and Everybody yeah. was excited. Yeah. You know, we're going to Chicagoland. We're going to Kansas. Oh, they're excited until they found out we weren't going to Rockingham and weren't going to North Wilkesboro. <laughs> or, or, I mean, uh, yeah, North Wilkesboro. Right. We weren't, you know, we're not doing this. Yeah. Doing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think... Um, on one hand, excited. On the other hand, nah, not so much. What about the schedule was... Uh, in, 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 cut back to where we they ended like in mid-october or yeah. you know the end well, of when we were doing that when we did that section when we got a bunch of people to talk about what what it's going to look like 10 years down the road uh, a couple or three suggested you know streamlining the schedule yeah. maybe you can keep as many races but start running them running some in a midweek to try to get try to get the season over before november because that's part of the problem too. When you're year round, nobody misses you. Yeah. You know, when you're February to November, you don't give people time to miss you and get well and plus, get excited for a whole new season. Plus, you're up not up against one bear, but yeah. you're up against two bears. Because who's the other bear? The other bear is uh, produced Bear Bryant, college football. Yeah. Oh, and, and then the NFL. NFL. Yeah. I mean, that's Saturday. I Sunday. thought you were counting them as one bear. No, but who the other bear? Was. But I mean, that's like you say, it's the little NFL or something, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, so running bear. <laughs> so, so I think they have to do something with the schedule, uh, and they have to. Well, if they don't, it'll be done for them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, evolution takes its toll. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, it's a it, it's content. They've got the, the thing that NASCAR is going for is content. All right. That's what it's got. Okay. Yeah. A lot it's of events. got content. So events with 35 leading men every... Uh, right. So if they cut back on the schedule, well, they're not... 15 leading men. They're <laughs> not bumping heads with the NFL and major college football, yep. you know. And they do, like you'd say, midweek kind yep. of things, you know. Because it's made for TV now. I mean, they can say what they want, but TV drives the bus. Right. Or the hauler, I should say. 
So Wednesday or Thursday night, prime time, that's where the money is. They can say all they want about, well, our walk-up fans, our day trippers that come in for we got to think about them. Well, yeah, you do, but, you know, I mean, you'll still get people going to a midweek or a Thursday race. You just it won't be the same as it's always been, yeah. which makes it what? Like everything else. Nothing's like it's always been, except yeah, for the yeah. tides. The only thing they do um, racing on weekend or weekdays is like bus racing, you know. <laughs> school bus, school figure eight. School bus eights. racing. Yeah. Well, they ran Eldora on a Wednesday, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can there be done. And People that watched it loved it. And uh, I forgot it was on. <laughs> I totally missed it. I blanked out. <laughs> yeah, I watched. I watched the the main. You know, they have yeah. the qualifying races and all that stuff. Remember the main? Yeah. All right, you ready to play the birthday game? No. What, Bubba? Oh, real quick, Bubba looks. Bubba is saying he's going to be back in that forty three car next year. Uh, they, everybody's talking like they are, but nothing's been finalized. So well, I'd like to talk about something. It, it, be- it begs the question, though. Yeah. Um, uh, silly season, yeah. Like guys that may be on the chopping block yeah. next year, yeah. And just let me throw out a couple names, yeah. Uh, Jamie McMurray, yep. Trevor Bain, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Ty Dillon, yeah. Suarez, you think Suarez might be in trouble? I don't know. I, I don't know what his deal is. Do you? I don't either. But um, I mean, I mean, contract. Not. Hey, man, what's his deal? <laughs> I mean, what's, what is contract? Well, you got to go by the uh, Logano rule. Yeah. Because Gibbs gave Logano four years, yeah. and he cut him loose. It's so. a new time, though. Yeah. New day. And then uh, one of our favorite dryer, dryers, dryers, Maytag, Ken, Ken Moore. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Newman. Yeah. I mean, you know. He, well, I've said that for several years on him, but yeah. he's, he's, he's he must have a great relationship with the sponsor and team owner because the production just hasn't been what you'd, you'd hoped for. Yeah, and then um, apparently Casey Kane, he only had one year on his contract for this year with Levine yeah. Racing. Well, so. he, he may be okay with that. <laughs> this, is hard, this is hard driving back here, you know. This is a lot of work trying to salvage, trying to get up the fifteenth. That's a lot of work. You're It'll, wear me cough. You're... It'll wear on you. All right. All right. So, so you now... want to do uh, birthdays or questions? Let's do birthdays. Okay. <clears throat> Every week, Goblin Kelly is peppered with a list of uh, racing-related birthdays for the upcoming week, and uh, and he does a, generally does a bang-up job in guessing the the person's age or pertinent or nearly bout. Nearly bowed, as they say. And uh, today, by the way, as we pod, is the birthday of Ernie Elliott. Ernie Elliott from the famed Elliott Racers out of Dawsonville, Georgia. Sons of George Elliott, who began the race team back in the 40s or 50s, I believe. Ernie built the engines. Dan groomed them pretty well. And Bill drove them. Well, also Bill did the chassis. Bill, Bill was a chassis man, I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> Bill was a, a, little, a little rubbing there, a little elbow grease. Well, what did Dan do? Dan was kind of uh, the middleman. Dan the middleman. Yeah, he, he operated he the moonback. He did a little airy thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Ernie Elliott. He was, actually, can I speak to Dan for a minute? No, you can talk about him, though, because um, he's not here. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, he was. He He loved to do media. Whereas Bill and Ernie did not like the media very much. They weren't good. They they weren't people. 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 Yeah. So he would he would you know try to be. Yeah. He was a mouthpiece. Yeah. He'd run interference. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
So, all right, anyway. that ain't that ain't telling me how old Ernie Elliott is. You're not cheating, are you? <laughs> no. You're looking right at your phone. No. All right, go I'm ahead. looking for uh, our Hey Willie questions. Oh, who was that? Oh, that was a gift. Oh, okay. Whatever you mean. Yeah. Thank you. So. No gifts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ernie Elliott. How old is he today? Okay, so Bill's my age, and Ernie's probably. Bill looks good. Yeah. <laughs> so Ernie's his older brother, so I'm going to say 65. Wow, this is bad for you. This is a way this you shanked one off the tee here. Really? Bill is seventy one years old today. Bill Ernie. I'm sorry, Ernie is seventy one years old today. I didn't know there was that big a gap between them two. Yep. Well, and I think Dan's right between them. Dan is Dan, Dan's the youngest brother. Uh, I don't think so. But you may be right. <laughs> no, Dan's the, Dan's in the middle. I All just right. read it for guys. All right, let's get away from the Elliots. Tomorrow, <laughs> Please. Uh, the man with the Conway Twitty sideburns, uh, buddy, and just as many career cup series wins, I believe, as Conway Twitty. Buddy Arrington, his buddy birthday Arrington. tomorrow. Buddy Arrington, the name is synonymous with Dodge. Well, at least where I'm from. Yeah. Buddy Arrington. Buddy. His uh, son was part of the Dodge comeback back in the early years of the century when they came back to cup racing. Yeah, yeah. Big engine man. Did a lot of engine work. Yeah. Who's a uh, buddy. His uh, buddy, little buddy. <laughs> can't think of his name right now. But anyway, Buddy Arrington drove a lot back in the 60s and 70s. Didn't win, but he drove a lot. And uh, and he was a good guy and got magical sideburns. And tomorrow's his birthday. And Mr. Kelly's going to take a shot at that one right about now. 81. You're back on the beam almost. He's 80. Good yeah. job, though. I'll yeah. give you that one. They're about to get easier. Friday, Matty D. Matt DiBenedetto. Oh, well, see, I don't know these I young guys. My heart. I don't know these young guys. They're in San Francisco. Gosh. 30? DiBenedetto. 30? Huh? 27. You're right. You don't know. This one, you're going yeah. gonna to nail this one. Next Tuesday, Kyle Larson. Larson, 26. <laughs> Told you. I knew it. Yeah. I know my Goblin Kelly in birthday games. Yeah. All right. I don't know my Matt de Benedetto. Matt de Benedetto. Matt de Benedetto. Which I've suggested was Paul, 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 Paul. very close to Tony Bennett's actual name. <laughs> Anthony okay. de Benedetto or something. All right. Like that. So we do have. Uh, yeah. Well, we got I keep question. refreshing. I've only got one question. I'll for take hey it. Willie. Yeah. I'll uh, take it. Okay. Matt. Certified, uncertified, unlicensed, and uninsured life coach, but I'm here for you. All right. So Matt says, Hey, Willie. Hey, Matt. Which high school in Daytona produced more folks who work in NASCAR? Well, um, I know a Matt that, from a high school in Daytona that uh, that uh, works in NASCAR. I'm going to guess the uh, Fireball Roberts old high school, Seabreeze High. I think that's what he's fishing for, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Who was J, did Jr. go to Seabreeze? Jr. Rhodes. I think did he go to Seabreeze. I don't know where Jr. went. Uh, Alan Gustafson Alan went to Gustafson. Yes, went to he, the uh, Almond Brothers went to Seabreeze. The Almond Brothers. Of course, they weren't in NASCAR. Uh, Lord, yeah, I'm going to say Seabreeze. Seabreeze. Gustafson was definitely Seabreeze. Uh, the Gibson boys were Spruce Creek. Mark and Tony Gibson were Spruce Creek. Yeah, well, Mark was mainland actually, but then he went to Spruce Creek. Yeah, yeah, he transferred when they built Spruce Creek. Yeah, and their little brother Peppy. <laughs> if he gets them with Spruce Creek. Seriously. I know. I make that up. Yeah, know. but I'm, I'll say, uh, I tell you what, Spruce Creek might be gaining on them, though, but I'll say say C. Seabreeze is correct, yes. Thank you. Yes. See? It's no birthday game, but I did all right. 
<laughs> trivia wasn't what we're looking for. Does Matt have any issues he wants to talk about? Is no, he no. Like an ingrown toenail? Or I'm, I'm going to get this thing rolling. If it kills hairline? me, if it kills me, I'm going to get Hey Willie. Hashtag Hey Willie. If you have any questions on any subject, uh, solar system, cooking. Uh, Speaking of which, I told you a uh, cooking suggestion. You know, Brussels sprouts are all the rage last year. They're one of those trendy vegetable foods. It's a superfood. It's a superfood, you know. And uh, <clears throat> and uh, everybody eats them, and all the menus now have them as appetizers or side dishes. It's really, really good stuff. Uh, Mrs. Wellis the other day threw a bunch of Brussels sprouts. You know, she chopped that foot off, you know, and split yeah. them. Might have, I can't remember if she split them or not. Threw them in the blender and kind of riced them. Kind of that Brussels rice, Brussels sprout rice, with a little bit of bacon, and uh, at the end broke in some uh, before serving, drizzled a little something over it, and put some uh, blue cheese, crumpled blue cheese over it. But uh, as a rice, because you know you got going to frozen section now, and you got rice cauliflower, rice this spiraled zucchini, which is supposed to mimic spaghetti. Right. So it's all this stuff that is cauliflower mashed cauliflower, mimicking mashed potatoes. It's supposed to kind of sort of if you squint and put something, you know, spray something on it, it tastes almost put, like the real thing. Put a lot of butter on it. There yeah. you go. <laughs> and, uh, but but uh, I have not had yet to see a uh, uh, Brussels sprouts rice, but she did it. And I can't remember if she got it from a recipe or if it was just off on a whim. But, man, let me tell you something. Recommended. Break out that blender. It's not just for margaritas, for God's sake. You know? Yeah. 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 And, and, do, and when you do make margaritas, clear out the Brussels sprouts <laughs> remnants before you do that. Okay. So uh, where can they find you on Twitter, Mr. Willis? Uh, at uh, Hey Willie NJ, as in New Jersey, or News Journal. Right. And then, hey uh, Willie NJ. And you're at Godwin Kelly. At Godwin Kelly. Yep. Nobody will remember that. Yep. And then also, if you have any pressing questions, hashtag Hey Willie. We'll answer them next week. In the six Here's today's agenda in the Sixth Street Studio. Yes, right here All at right. the Sixth Street Athletic week. Club. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.